Today is the 16th of October 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name, as always, is Ray, and I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have regular time of prayer, regular times in Scripture, and a regular rhythm of devotion and worship together. If you are joining us for the first time, thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we get along. And if you find that you do get lost, don't forget there is the download the script button in the episode notes. If you click that, you'll get a PDF of today's episode that you can follow along with. If you would like to support Walking the Way, and we would really appreciate it if you would, again, links to our giving page are down in the episode notes. And finally, if you want more information about me or the podcast, head to rayborrett.co.uk. We always start each leg of walking the way with our opening prayer, so let's pray, shall we? We have come, O Lord, not as faithful as we should be, nor as joyful as we could be. Even so, we are attracted by your faithfulness and your joy. Teach us this day more about your truth revealed to us through Jesus Christ. Fill us with your promised happiness. Challenge us to follow you this moment, this day, this week. All of this, Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus, whom we adore as Christ the Lord. Amen. Psalm nineteen fourteen, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable to you, Lord. How many times have we heard pastors and ministers start their sermons with this prayer. It's not a ser- it's not a prayer I pray often, but it's often a prayer that I pray when I'm preparing my sermons. And while I think it's important that we pray when I'm preparing services, you know, that it's an important prayer for me to pray when I'm preparing my services, I think for the majority of us, it's actually more of a state of mind or a way of being. Jesus said that our inner attitudes affect the way we live our lives. He said it when he said that what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart. The words we say and the attitudes we show and demonstrate are intrinsically linked to what we feel and what we believe. And so actually, while we use this for sermons and for preaching and all the rest, it's no wonder that the sermon is asking God that the words of his mouth and the meditation of his heart be acceptable to God. Think about the last prayer that you said. What was in it? Or the last conversation you had? If you had those conversations in front of God, what would your reaction be? Would you be ashamed? Or do you think they would bring God glory? And maybe this needs to be a prayer we pray every day. Not just certainly as preachers, before we preach or we prepare sermons. But maybe this needs to be the prayer of our hearts each and every morning. Amen. We're going to have our first piece of music, just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today, we read Paul's letter to Philemon.
Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? Father, you've given us scripture to use as a tool, so help us to use it wisely and in a correct way. We ask this in your name. Amen. It's an interesting book, Philemon. It's the last letter of Paul that we have in the Bible. It's the last personal letter of Paul that we have in the Bible. Some people think that Paul may have written the book of Hebrews, but in reality we don't know, as there's no named author, and it's very different from a lot of Paul's writings. But Philemon is very definitely written by Paul, and there is very little dispute about its authorship. It's a personal letter from Paul to Philemon, who lived in Colossae. And he's writing about the return of Onesimus, who was a slave that belonged to Philemon. Now, obviously, slavery has big issues for us in the modern world today, but I think it's a reflection of where Paul was and the world that he lived in. We're not certain how Onesimus became part of Paul's group, but we know that under Paul he became a Christian, he was converted, and Paul obviously enjoyed having Onesimus around. But under Roman law, couldn't keep him as it would have been a breach of Roman law. And actually, it would have been a breach of Christian fellowship as well. So Paul is sending Onesimus back to Philemon with this letter. The Paul, the book rather, is the letter is generally regarded to be written around 60 AD, and it's probably written during Paul's first imprisonment in Rome. Though there is some consideration that he might have been bitten, bitten, might have been written in Caesarea Philippi. But let's read Paul's letter to Philemon, shall we? For the final time this week, our Bible readings are taken from the New Revised Standard Version, and today I'm reading Philemon. Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus and Timothy our brother, to Philemon our dear friend and co-worker, to Appia our sister, to Archippus our fellow soldier, and to the church in your house. Grace to you, and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. When I remember you in my prayers, I always thank my God because I hear of your love for all the saints and your faith toward the Lord Jesus. I pray that the sharing of your faith may become effective when you perceive all the good that we may do for Christ. I have indeed received much joy and encouragement from your love because the hearts of the saints have been refreshed through you, my brother. For this reason, though, I am bold enough in Christ to command you to do your duty. Yet I would rather appeal to you on the basis of love. And I, Paul, do this as an old man and now also as a prisoner of Christ Jesus. I am appealing to you for my child, Onesimus, whose father I have become during my imprisonment. Formerly he was useless to you, but now he is indeed useful both to you and to me. I am sending him, that is, my own heart, back to you. I wanted to keep him with me, so that he might be of service to me in your place during my imprisonment for the gospel. But I preferred to do nothing without your consent, in order that your good deed might be voluntary and not something forced. Perhaps this was the reason he was separated from you for a while, so that you might have him back forever, no longer as a slave, but more than a slave, a beloved brother, especially to me, but how much more to you, both in the flesh and in the Lord? So, if you consider me your partner, welcome him as you would welcome me. If he has wronged you in any way, or owes you anything, charge that to my account. I, Paul, am writing this with my own hand. I will repay it. 
I say nothing about you owing me, even your own self. Yes, brother, let me have this benefit from you in the Lord. Refresh my heart in Christ. Confident in your obedience, I am writing to you, knowing that you will do even more than I say. One more thing. Prepare a guest room for me, for I am hoping through your prayers to be restored to you. Epaphras, my fellow prisoner in Christ Jesus, sends greetings to you. And so do Mark, Aristarchus, Demas and Luke, my fellow workers. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And then after the music, we're going to say our prayers for today. Our prayer for today is by Clement of Alexandria, who is a second-century saint. So let's pray, shall we? Be gracious, O instructor, to us your children. Father, charioteer of Israel, son and father, both in one, O Lord, grant to us who obey your precepts that we may perfect the likeness of the image, and with all our power know him who is the good God, and not a harsh judge. Make all of us who live all of our lives in your peace, who have been translated into your commonwealth, having sailed tranquilly over the waves of sin, may be blown into calm waters by your Holy Spirit. By the ineffable wisdom, by night and day, the perfect day. As we give thanks, may we praise, 
and praising thank you alone, Father and Son, Son and Father. The Son, Instructor and Teacher, with the Holy Spirit all in one, in whom is all for whom all is one. For whom is eternity, whose members we all are, whose glory endures through the ages, for the all-good, all-lovely, all-wise, all-just one. To you be glory, both now and forever. Amen. And we say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter. Facebook or Instagram. Don't forget you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, and so until next time I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way. Walking the way.